I can. Oh, hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, uh, where we try to be the best versions of ourselves as we can, uh, as we continue uh, to study uh, and learn more about the Word of God. Uh, again, we have a special guest on this podcast, but before I let him introduce himself to you guys, again, remember you can find the podcast on Instagram. Uh, just look up my name, Jordan Anthony Pugh. You'll find everything there. Uh, it's everywhere you can get your podcasts on Spotify and iTunes. Um, also, you can watch the video portion um, of the podcast on YouTube. Uh, just look up again when the scriptures become real and you'll see my logo there and whatever audio that you hear, you'll be able to see us um, and watch and subscribe there uh, on YouTube as well. Again, like I mentioned before, we do have a special guest on the podcast with us again today, and I'm going to let him introduce himself to you guys. Hi, I'm Brandon uh, Tibbetts. I work with the Winnie Stoll Church of Christ. If you, I occasionally remember to post sermons on my Facebook page, so that's uh, <laughs> Winnie, Winnie Stoll Church of Christ. Uh, uh, occasionally, when my ear, when my headphone, when I have working headphones, I'll do some singing as well. So, yeah, for, and I, you know, I I was looking for some topics, and I was thinking about Matthew six, and uh, we, I'll tell you what the topic is in a few seconds. But I always try to pick um, a topic that pertains kind of to the character of the guest that's on. And so when I thought about birds chirping, I was like, who can I get on here with me? And I was like, Tibbets. I need to, I need yeah. to get, I need to get Brandon on here. And, you know, if you don't know Brandon, he's a guy that loves to sing. He could, if he could, he probably could sing 24 seven. If he could, which he's probably tried it before, but I'm going to ask him. Yeah. He probably there, has a story. There, there actually is a story, but it, <laughs> I it knew pertains it. to that. It was weird because it pertains to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I knew there was one, but this because is why I had, I had him on. I had a bard that uh, it was a Kitsune bard and he had to sing to stay in his human form. <laughs> so I, every word I, I said, was, every word I said was had to be song. See, this is why I told you I picked him for this one. Right. But, you know, I had the opportunity um, at the time to, uh, to sing in front of Rachel, his then fiance um, for him to propose to Rachel. And then also I had the opportunity to sing in his wedding, which was awesome both times. I uh, enjoyed doing that with him. Sometimes I look back at that and it was, it was fun. Yeah, that was, that was fun. So maybe he'll, he'll put up that video. Oh, uh, he actually did put it up. So maybe you can go to his Facebook page and check it out. Uh, that's on my Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was always fun to do that one, but if you get, you know, let's guys, let's go to Matthew chapter six. And again, remember with the podcast, we want you guys to study along with us. You know, we don't want you all to, just take our opinions. We want you to open up your Bibles with us. Uh, so open up your tablets, your phones, your Bibles, and then let's let's look at this text together here. So Matthew chapter 6, um, and what we're going to be talking about just for the next few moments is the topic, the birds are still chirping. You know, Brandon, I'm over here. I was at my apartment uh, last week, and I'm outside on the kind of the, the deck or the balcony area, and I'm sitting there, and sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get in a zone where if I'm just kind of sitting there just not thinking about anything but kind of just sitting there and just kind of enjoying everything around and you know obviously with the quarantine going on and the virus and all of that you know a lot of people are worried about a lot of stuff right and uh you know I was I was thinking about you know everything and a lot of other things um there was two birds on a tree like right next to my balcony 
and they were extremely loud. Like I'm talking about this was like in the afternoon. So it wasn't in the morning. They were extreme. I was like, why are they so loud for, you know? And I was kind of like, well, why don't they, do they not have anything else to do? They're extremely loud. But then my mind went right here to Matthew chapter six um, and verse number 26. And if you read the text, notice what it says here. It says, behold, the fowls of the air, or again, the birds in terms of King James, uh, behold, the fowls of the air for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are ye not much more better than they are? And I think times at times, Brandon, I know you've seen it. We can kind of get in a zone to where we forget uh, who our master is, and we forget um, the things that he can do for us. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was there recently. So, yeah. yeah I, I, what helped me was the book of Ecclesiastes. Ooh. To remember where I needed to be and what I needed to do, what I needed to be. And you so. think of, you think about the birds, Brent. And I thought about this. Think about think about all the things um, that can happen uh, in a human lifetime. You know, obviously, uh, death can happen. And, you know, obviously, disease and pestilence, as we're seeing now, and then also, you know, our own trials and tribulations and storms. But you think about uh, the birds. And uh, they're still singing, but in the, in the life of a bird, they deal with death. They deal with pestilence. They deal with literal storms that they have to fly through. But as I'm sitting there, they deal with all that, but they're still singing just as loud as if all that stuff isn't happening. Well, the thing is, people always think that their current catastrophe is the worst one that's ever been because like yeah. they're living through it. I, I, this past year, I was I went through Tropical Storm Imelda, um, and three years before that, we had Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Hurricane Harvey came. Man, it's never flooded like this. Now, Tropical Storm Imelda was worse. So, man, it's never flooded like this, and I really wish they'd stop saying that. <laughs> Luckily, now I live in a house that if it floods, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but... You- you think about this concept, Brandon, you know, if we break down the verse in verse 26, the first thing that Christ tells us to do is wherefore he says, take no thought. You know, I, I looked that up. And when you look up that phrase, take no thought, it means do not sit in anxious solitude. I don't know about you, but that's, that's the worst thing for me in the world is when oh, yeah. you, when you just sit there and just think about the stuff that's going on or things that may not even have happened yet. And you just sit there and you think about, you remember in uh, what movie was that? Was that Endgame? No, there was the one before that, Infinity War. Do you remember when Doctor Strange sat there and he thought about those billions of opportunities? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, well, yeah, we only get one, right? Only one's going to work. Sometimes we sit that with, sit there with our problems like that. All right, if I do this, and this going to happen. If I do this, and that's going to happen. Or if I do this, and if I don't do that, then that's going to happen. You know, we sit there and we just constantly worry. Man, the worst thing for me is when Rachel go, Rachel and the kids go out of town because occasionally, like, they'll go out of town to go visit family in Memphis, and I'll, I'll stay here because, you know, I get to work, so they get to go to Memphis. Um, <laughs> but, no, uh, sometimes the worst times for me is when they're gone, and I'm sitting there, and I'm by myself, and I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah, and, and <laughs> anything, anything can get us like that. Yeah, but the crazy part about it, Brandon, and this is the tough part that I tell people about faith 
obviously we know what the definition of that is, right? Hebrews 11, 1. Right now, mm-hmm. faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? Obviously, the evidence yeah, of things not seen. But you, you want me about, to quote it, you better tell me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you think about worry, man. It's it's tough because the Lord tells us, do not take thought for your life. But that's the most things that we worry about is the thoughts of our life. Yeah. You go, uh, you go to Philippians uh, chapter four and verse four through what is it seven? Seven. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, but four through seven. It gives you the cure for that, though. Yeah, you're gonna worry. He's like, don't worry. But if you do worry. It's funny how the Bible is like that. It says, you know, don't do this. But if you do do that, yeah, <laughs> you know, somebody's going to do it. It says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. Let your humility be known unto all men. Be careful be, or be anxious, depending on which translation you're using for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Okay, so what what do I start out? Where do I start out with when I start to worry? I go to my father in prayer. Mm-hmm. I have somebody I can talk to about my worries. What else? What's next? Thanksgiving. With Thanksgiving, I, I remember what I'm thankful for when I start to worry because I don't I don't know about you, but most of the times in my life when I start to think, well, this well, this is horrible, yeah, or every, everything's terrible, I typically have more good things going on. Uh, than bad. Yeah. Uh, during during tropical storm, like I give you an example. During tropical storm Imelda, me, Rachel, and the kids ended up sleeping in the church building for a couple of days because we. It, I don't know if you know anything about a Texas summer. Oh, but it's yeah. hot. It's hot. <laughs> and our and our electricity went out. Oh. At the uh, at our house. So we ended up going to the church building and we, we slept up there for a couple of days on the floor. <laughs> with, um, yeah. I had all three. Mason was a couple months, like a month or two old at the time. Man. She was the only one that had a bed up there because we had a little dome that we carry around. <laughs> and, um, but I had, when we, when we were there, I had electricity. I didn't go hungry. There, there was food. I, you know, I, it was a floor, but I, I got a good night, pretty good night's sleep. McDonald's was open so I could eat breakfast and get coffee. Yeah. No, I mean, there was more good, even, even not being able to go to my house and there was more good happening than bad. And you keep going with that verse, let your requests be made known to God. Tell God your worry. And what's the result in verse seven? And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Mm. So you got he, he tells you, don't worry. But then he also gives you the answer to, answer to worry. Yeah. It's like. That's a good. T- and I love uh, verse uh, number six, what you mentioned. He says, when, you, when you're anxious. So when you're doing exactly what I told you not to do, <laughs> like you said, when you're anxious. I think the biggest thing that you mentioned, Brandon, that a lot of us forget is to pray with Thanksgiving. We forget that that's a command. You know what I mean? Like we literally, cause I think about this, Brandon, and I've kind of had to switch my prayer life and how I've prayed, you know, over the, over the years, because when I would come to God in prayer, most of the prayer would be what's going on and what I'm worried about and what's not happening and what is, you know, what I don't have. But then I think about, well, 
how come I'm not thanking him for those things? You know, you think about obviously with you and Rachel, right? What if in your relationship with Rachel, all you did, every time you talked to her, you never said anything with Thanksgiving. You always just complained. Probably wouldn't be, yeah, probably wouldn't be the best situation for you. Well, typically when, I do compl- typically when I do complain to my, about something, it you're right. <laughs> when you think about in terms of this, you know, when we put on Christ in baptism, we're in a relationship with God. And if in that relationship we constantly complain, we're disobeying this command that you mentioned in verse 6. Why are we not praying with thanksgiving? That's a part of having that peace of God that you mentioned in verse seven. Right. And, and I can, I can tell you this life's a lot better when it's peaceful. You know, mm. it just is like you, you, what do you want out of a marriage? You want a peaceful marriage. What do you want out of your kids? You want peaceful kids. That might be a little bit wishful thinking, but you know, <laughs> I got, I got three. So I, I know a little something about that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, you you want peace. That's what people we, people look for. That there are monks that are sitting on top of mountains, meditating, trying to find peace. Yeah, but we look and they we miss look for the it in source. So many different ways. They they miss the source. Man, and you think about verse seven, the phrase and the peace of God that passes all understanding. You know, and especially, you know, think about this, Brent. everything in our life is not even, it's never about us. You know what I mean? Like it's always about the gospel and think about this in times like this, this is an opportunity. So what if all of us are just going crazy and freaking out like everybody else and we don't have the peace of God that passes all the understanding, then how are people going to see us as different? You know, how are people going to see the church as different if we're doing everything else that everybody else is doing. Uh, yeah, you you look at uh, look at the way that people grieve. Just as mm. an example, uh, I, I don't know if you've ever you've done any funerals. I have done a couple. Don't like them, but I end up doing them because apparently I'm good at it. <laughs> I don't see it, but anyway, uh, when you do funerals, you're going to see a difference between the grieving of a non-Christian versus the grieving of a Christian. Mm. And it's not because like we're better right, or anything like that. It's to a non-Christian saying goodbye. It, it's forever. Right. I have no hope. You look at how the world grieves and I haven't seen this, but I've heard of preachers who've seen things like this, who've seen people just mourning latching on to the to the person who's deceased and there there's no peace yeah and and this is just an example of this but you see a christian who like when my grandfather died passed away he put man my grandfather grandmother both passed away this i think within about a year and a half of each other but my reaction at the funeral was i mean it's it's see you later yeah so that's just one of the i mean there's a bunch of different ways i could you could go with that about not worrying but the reason that a christian really ultimately doesn't have anything to worry about is this life is temporary can i tell you i'm I'm, you bring this back to his history yeah 
you know, people in the Roman Empire, Romans in the Roman Empire, you know what I bet they thought? Man, this empire, it's going to, there's nobody who could ever conquer this empire. We are the biggest, baddest, best people. I'm sure they said it in Rome, uh, <laughs> Roman, but, um, but we're, we're the best. We're good. Well, I guess Greek is what they spoke, but uh, I, we, we're the best. There, there's nobody who could conquer us. And what happened? The Roman Empire fell. They what about the Ottoman? The Ottoman Empire lasted for a long time. I think they fell in 1980. You know what? America is not going to last forever. Yeah. One way or another, it's not going to last forever. Whether this coronavirus takes us down or something else does, or it's God coming back. Yeah. There is a kingdom that is going to last forever that we do have, we are able to rely on. That's where we have that, get that peace. And that's, and that's the beauty about – and I love how it describes that piece, though. It's not just – it's not the absence of struggle. That's not what the peace means. It passes all understanding, which means that type of peace, it uses faith, right? You know, just like you mentioned with your, with your grandparents, you, you know, you've never got a postcard from heaven. You know what I mean? Like we, we've never seen heaven, but by faith – we know that it's there by faith. We know that Christ did everything he did. And so with that faith that Hebrews talks about, uh, essentially what the Philippian writer here, what he mentions again, that gives us, and that's kind of the, the energy source of that peace that passes all understanding because we're using the eyes of faith and not our physical eyes. You keep talking on faith. You're going to get me on a different topic. All right, this is good. I keep it going. <laughs> because, yeah, I that that's that's one of my favorite topics. I talking it, about why amazing. we can have, why we can have faith and why that gives us peace and because I I don't know I, I watch a lot of I, I started listening to podcasts and I have to listen to yours too. <laughs> There's plenty of them. But, uh, what? There's plenty yeah. of them. Do you put them on Spotify? Yep, they're all there. Oh yeah, that's where I listen to podcasts. But I've been listening to podcasts. I I listen to one by. Uh, Rhett and Link. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, probably have. Or they they were talking about how they lost their faith, and I, and I was just I, I listened to that thing, and it was it just made me depressed <laughs> because I I can't fathom looking at all the evidence that I have and coming away with the conclusion, oh, there's no God. Yeah. Or yeah. or coming away with the conclusion that the Bible isn't true, that I don't have hope, that you know, Jesus didn't come and die for myself i can't fathom coming to that conclusion but i mean i don't know maybe that's something in my head but that's and you mentioned that man i just i had a conversation with someone not too long ago that has fallen from the faith mm-hmm. and knowing who that person was and what they used to believe in to now their life situation or whatever has changed and it's made them uh, it's made their heart hard toward the gospel. And essentially now they have no faith. I'm just like, man, it's hard because you can't, like you said, you can't imagine yourself feeling that way, but it's like, how did, I mean, we, how did you we, here's the thing. What, what, is, what does the Bible say? It is take he, he that thinketh he stand lest he fall. Lest he fall. When you, when you think of your stand alone, that's when that happens. <laughs> and is it, and is it that what Matthew is all about? If you think yeah. you're by yourself, if you just keep yourself in this, you're going to worry. You're going to worry. And notice that that phrase again that it says, take no thought, that 
that solitude of being by yourself, you yeah. start to divide your mind. Well, maybe God isn't real. Well, he hasn't answered my prayer for three years, so but he's answering this prayer for other people. Like, well, I guess God doesn't care about. So you see, you can you can divide your own mind up. And God said, look, why would you yeah. do that? That's pointless. Yeah. There was a phrase that I, I didn't watch this show because, you know, I think it's trash. But uh, what is it? Uh, Modern Family or something? Modern, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a phrase I saw uh, in that show. It was like a meme on Facebook. And it's like, the only reason you should be looking into somebody else's bowl is to make sure they have enough. Hmm. And I thought that so I think the show is trash, but I think that quote is good. <laughs> so, um, because it's true. Like when, when you start to look at like, well, other people are getting this. Why am I not getting this? Why is my life falling apart? Everybody else's life is doing good. Well, most of the time when your life is falling apart, it's because of choices you make. <laughs> yeah, that's Honestly, true. That's like, very oh, true. It's like, oh, my wife has cheated on me and, and is leaving me. Like, did you... Were you careful when you chose your spouse? But, but I mean, for real though, like we, we sometimes, and people won't make the correct decision to get them the desired result. Mm. They'll, people will ha commit fornication with like hundreds of women. And then they'll be like, well, I ha I'm now the father of four children by different women. And now why has God let this happen to me? Yeah. It's like, he didn't. You did it. Those are choices, yeah. Yeah, and it's the the same thing with this, like about worry and about um, you made these choices that got you into this position. Yeah. So it's your job. Don't worry about it. There's no reason to be upset or worry. I mean, there could be reason to be upset, but don't. There's no reason to worry. It's not going to do you any good. Who by Worry can add one cubit to their stature. Can you make yourself taller by worrying about it? Man. Absolutely not. Man, I just wish I was an inch taller. It's just really stressing me out. I just, you know, I need to be a little, no, it's not going to help you. Not at all. Yeah. You, you just, are you just going to worry yourself out of the problem? It's not no. going to work. You know, Brandon, I, I heard, a, problem. I heard a story the other day of, uh, you know, speaking about the birds of the air. Two birds were sitting on a branch, and a guy was sitting underneath them, constantly worrying. And the birds, um, you know, they were they looked at this dude, and he kept coming to the park every day, constantly worried. And so one of the birds said, "Well, why does this guy? Why is he always worried every day? Like nothing changes with this dude." And the other bird looked at the bird and said, "You know what? I don't think that guy serves the same God as we do." And so, and so you think about it, Brandon, like, you know, you talk about singing, you know, obviously what does the scripture say? You know, if, if, you know, if you Mary, rejoice, Mary, sing, let if sing. Mary, let him sing. Right. And I, you know, I was just out like five minutes, you know, 15 minutes ago out, uh, you know, on my porch and the birds were still singing the same two still singing. And, you know, and I thought about the times that we had, you know, at Memphis, you know, I love to be able to sing, you know, in that group, you know, singing to your wife, but then also singing praises to God with you in a, in a congregational setting, mm -hmm. just because to hear people singing shows that they are rejoicing because they love the person that gave them that peace. And that's the thing. Singing is just, and that's why I just, 
singing is just the most amazing thing, I think, because not only is it beautiful to hear, but we're also teaching and admonishing as well. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And, I think and you knew the, I wouldn't be. <laughs> and, I, and I knew, and that's why I got to get Brandon on here, because if, if anybody loves, he's, he's over here writing his own hymns, right? Yeah. Which was sung. Which was sung. Two finish. I've got two finish so far. Oh, you got another one. We have to. You have to send me the other one. Yeah, I will actually. I'll do that right now. But you know, you think about the birds of the air and not worrying. And I hope you guys were able to really understand the concept of obviously worrying is not going to do anything for you. But then also, I hope you you can understand that faith is the ability to have the peace that passes all understanding. And during these times, you know, even before this quarantine, you know, obviously all of us still worried even before this. And Lord willing, if he sees this will pass, we're all going to go back to worrying about something else too. It just, that's just what we do. But the Lord tells us, look, don't sit there and be anxious about these things, but rather trust in the one that's taking care of you. And so therefore look at the birds. They don't work like you do for money, but they know they're going to have food. You know, they don't work for clothes, but they know they're, they'll be okay. And they still sing because they praise me. And so the Lord just asked us to do the same thing. And so I hope you guys were able to uh, really enjoy uh, what we talked about today. And really look at these verses again that Brandon and I brought up. Look at Philippians again. Look at Matthew again. And we want you guys to look up these verses for yourself. And, and so really understand faith. Really understand uh, the concept of of not being anxious. And again, there'll be more uh, podcasts on that coming up um, pretty soon, but um, I'm appreciative of Brandon being on. You know, I haven't seen, I literally haven't seen him since school. <laughs> so I don't know, right? it, it's good to see Brandon. Um, you would, if you would come to, if you would come to uh, lectureships, you know, you'd be able to see me, but uh... <laughs> yeah, well, other than it was canceled this year, but <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there is that. What, what's your email by the way? Give that to me after you. Stop um, yeah, recording. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you after. But again, speaking of all that stuff, again, you can find the podcast again on my Facebook and on my Instagram. Um, and then also I'll, um, I'll tag Brandon and then you can also see his stuff there. Uh, the sermons that he puts on too. Um, my sermons, I have revamped how I do everything because I, I don't know. <laughs> But I have a YouTube channel called Come Let Us Sing that as soon as I get some fancy headphones or not fancy headphones, I will be uploading some four-part harmony acapella songs. Maybe I'll get Jordan to join me join with me on some of those. I'd be down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't sing bass to save my life. <laughs> um, I just can't. I'm not a bass um, but I have, it's called Come Let Us Sing. It's on YouTube. And then I have the Winnie Stole Church of Christ page, which is where I put the sermons. Because when you put sermons on YouTube, they don't get views. You put yeah. sermons on Facebook and you get like 200. So, especially during the quarantine. That's right. Yeah, the numbers have definitely gone up. So, we will have, I'll have everything linked um, on my Facebook. And again, you'll be able to listen anywhere you get your um, your podcast as well. Appreciate you guys so much. And we'll see you all next time.